5: With your host, John Rush. And it is
0: that time. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you all had a fabulous weekend. And those of you that came out to the car show on Saturday, we had a fabulous time. Collector Car Council, the Rocky Mountain car truck, and swap meet, show, swap meet, all of that. We had a great time. And hopefully you all were able to come out and say hi, stop by, because we had a great time and saw a lot of you for the some cases the very first time so appreciate that al smith with me we'll get to him in just one moment before we do that al the question of the day from friday when writing jerry Maguire, what famous actor did cameron crowe have in mind to play the title role the answer to that was tom hanks which none of us guessed on friday today's impossible question answer this on the rush to Reason.com website august 7th 1974 philip pettit was charged with criminal trespassing and disorderly contact, disorderly conduct, what did he do? Any ideas, Charlie, on what he did? No? Yes? He has no idea. Al, you, any ideas?
1: Uh, streaked across the football field. Uh,
0: well, that would closing? be uh, appropriate for the time. Yeah,
1: not the August 7th, though. That's preseason, so um, I don't know on that one.
0: Okay, well, and those of you that do. Answer that on the RushToReason.com website. And as I said a moment ago, Al Smith joining us, Golden Eagle Financial. Al, as we sort of enter into school, in some cases starting today, so folks are realizing, hey, fall's just around the corner. We're already into August the 7th now. The year has really flown by, especially this summer. And folks start thinking about, you know, everything from investments to where am I at in life, retirement, kids. Maybe this is a year where the kids are kind of off to either – senior in high school, or maybe they're off to college, and folks' worlds are changing a little bit, and when they do, it's time to evaluate. I mean, you ought to be looking at your finances all the time, but you know what I mean. There's those key times of your life where you look at things a little differently.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a transitional period, and um, besides looking at your finances, uh, what I have not been able to figure out is why does winter seem to last nine months, and summer seems to last three and a half weeks? I don't know just seems like yesterday it was really cold, and then it rained for six weeks, got hot for a few weeks, and now we're almost
0: in the fall already. tailing into that, Charlie and I talk about this a lot. As we get older, you can relate to this. I know I can. As we get older, time goes by faster. At least I feel it does. Charlie has an analogy of why that is, and it's true. As we get older, you think things are going to slow down, and you'll have more time to do X, Y, and Z. Well, in reality time speeds up. You end up with more things going on in life, kids, grandkids, all these different things that are happening. And my point is, for those of you that think, oh, I'll get to that retirement thing someday, because when things slow down, I'll have more time to focus on that. Al, they never slow down. That's the problem.
1: No, absolutely. It's like uh, um, the illusion of well, I'll do this when I get extra money. Well, right. there is no extra money. Right. Or I'll do this when I have some extra time. Correct. There is no extra time. You That's only correct. have the time that God gave you, and That's you need right. to prioritize that and allocate it in such a fashion. And one of the things I wanted to jump into here real briefly, you suggested I talk about the 10 years before retirement, right. which is really crucial. And my show last week, I talked about, Closing your eyes and thinking about what your retirement's going to look like, the things you're going to be doing. It's a good idea. Think about your yeah, purpose it's in idea. retirement. Great advice. I didn't get into the financial component, and one of the things that I do when I sit down with clients who have that 10 years is we look at different scenarios. What, okay. what would it be like if you retired at 65? What would it be like if you postponed that to 68? And naturally, I would... If it's a couple, I would be talking to both of them about this. And we can run numbers to show what it would look like under uh, several different scenarios, making the plans people make those 10 years before retirement much easier.
0: And I think those are key exercises, not only in your mind, but you know me. I'm kind of one of those guys where if you've got the ability to – there's something about – and they've done studies on this – pen – to paper. When you're writing things, your mind thinks of things differently. It's a little more creative. You just tend to do things a little differently and have a have a different approach to it when you're doing that versus even going to a spreadsheet on you know on a computer and so on. Nothing against those. I think that they work fabulous. You use a lot of them, I do as well. But there's something about sitting down and saying, okay, to your point, I want to be here in retirement. So write that out. You know What does that look like? And, and what does it look like on paper? And then start adjusting those things and start putting even some of the pros and cons that may go along with it. Okay, if I'm going to be doing X then, what does that look like? What does that take? Not just on the financial side, but what do I physically have to do to make all those things happen? And then start funneling in, okay, well, to do those things, I need to have X amount of income to make that happen.
1: Well, exactly. And it's not rocket surgery. That's the Mixed metaphor, I yep. use. If uh, you know where you are right now, you're right here. And if you're thinking 10 years later, I want to be there, then the planning process is what do I need to do to get from here to there, finan- not only financially, but how am I going to be spending my time? What am I going to be doing? How can I be helpful to my grandchildren? How can I be more supportive to my wife? I've had some circumstances where uh, the husband retires substantially earlier because he's older, may have a healthy pension, so he needs to be supportive to his spouse who's still working and um, make that... um, arrangement work well. And so there's a there's a lot of planning and thinking that goes on in that, which if you postpone that, you'll be uh, acting reactively rather than proactively. It's, your retirement will be a set of circumstances you're reacting to right. rather than a circumstance you created.
0: Right. The other thing... Along those lines, and again, you and I talk a lot even off-air when it comes to these things, and I say this on-air with you specifically when I'm talking about even the the, commercials prior to your shows running is – no, such, no, no said plan is the same from one couple or one person to the next. Everybody's situation is different. That's why everything has to be tailored to you and not something that's in general. That's why it's really hard in this world to go to the Internet and say, I want to retire by X. What do I need? Well, it's different for every person. That's a very, very hard answer to give out in a general way.
1: Well, it truly is. And there are tools that you can use on the Internet, financial tools and so forth, But uh, generally, they're not going to ask you, uh, do you still want to live in Denver or would you rather move to uh, Tennessee where the rest of your family lives? The Internet isn't going to do that. It's just going to crunch some numbers for you.
0: Correct. Yeah, no, everything has to be done specific to that individual and to your point. What's that look like? Where do you want to be? Are you going to go to a different part of the country? You're going to stay here. Are you going to stay here but maybe do something different here? Uh, Are you going to go to a 55-plus community? I mean, all these different things can come into play. And point being, what's your plan of attack going to be on those? That's where you come into play, Al, at Golden Eagle Financial.
1: Well, exactly. And one of the things that I have learned and read about is that if people want to relocate, to visit that place first obviously if you haven't lived there before and then when you do make that choice uh, rent for about six months or a year that's a great idea yeah because if it turns out uh gee, Phoenix sounded pretty good but I can't
0: the, stand the 110 degree weather.
1: No, I don't want f- right. to fry eggs on my uh,
0: on the hood uh, of your car.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, you know the No, uh, th- no, what you just said, I think that's you know, I think for even myself you start looking at okay, what am I going to do down the road? Where do I want to be? How do we make that work? And to your point, maybe you sort of dip your toes in the water is what you're really saying in some of those areas. I've known other people, uh, had a good friend of mine that went to Arizona, did exactly what you said, other than instead of doing the, uh, you know, renting an apartment or a house or something along those lines, he's a pretty, you know, handy and frugal guy. He figured out a way to buy somebody's fifth wheel that they had wanted to sell pretty cheap because they had already done this process and didn't need the fifth wheel anymore for whatever reason. So he already had a truck, and he thought, listen, I can go rent a pad that I can go put the fifth wheel on, similar to your renting scenario. Mm. He was, again, a handy enough guy to where he knew he wouldn't have a lot of investment in said fifth wheel because once he's done with it, he bought it right, he'll be able to turn that and do whatever he needs to. And by the way, he was kind of the the, how do you want to say this, Al? In my opinion, did it the right way. Went down there, spent a couple of years doing exactly what I said, going back and forth, going to Colorado, to Phoenix, and back, and so on, kind of figured out even what area they wanted to finally be in to where when they were ready to buy a house, they knew exactly what they wanted. And when it was all said and done, other than the rent for the space that the fifth wheel sat on, he didn't have a lot of expense doing that because he sold the fifth wheel for what he put into it. No, that's a
1: very small investment, and I've known uh, some folks who are, snowbirds that do exactly as you say a fifth wheel and and uh, i knew a gentleman that um he and his wife both had harleys they would fit in that fifth wheel yep. and they had a place they would go and they never wanted to buy a place because they were just happy that's an option be as well in in that fifth wheel and yep. their, their major major point. property was up in uh, idaho springs
0: okay so again lots of ways to do this folks and point being this is where Al comes into play. He can throw a lot of these things at you and say, well, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about that? Or do you sure you want to do this? Or I've got a client that did this. And think about that. I mean, those are things, Al, you can throw out at people as they're starting to make some of those decisions. Which, by the way, I don't think you should make when you're 65. You should be making those when you're about 45 or so.
1: Well, exactly. And, and the more you <laughs> dabble in that, the more you think about where you want to live. The That's right. The more you think about uh, how you want to live, and the more you think about... Uh, the joy that you can ultimately receive by giving back—you may want yeah, to do right. some heavy volunteering. Yeah, that's right. And do some mission trips. Point being is you got to stay busy no matter what you're doing. Now oh, you exactly. can't just
0: kick back and do nothing. You got to do something.
1: No, no, exactly. When I have appointments with people, if it's a working person, it's easy. See me after you're right. off work. Retired people, I say, oh, I'll see you after I go visit my son. Say, okay, next week? Oh, no, we go up there for three weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a lot different, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Which is great, by the way. That's the cool part of what you get to do, by the way, I think. That, to me, is a very rewarding, where you get to see people finally meet some of those things they've been after for so many years, and now they finally can come to fruition.
1: Right. I have... I could, I'm not going to consume your show here, but I have great stories from people whose, awesome. uh, whose lives are incredibly interesting, most of them who have spent a healthy amount of their time giving back nice. and as a result have experienced enormous joy and fulfillment in their retirement in addition to having, uh, being financially mm. comfortable.
0: And that's Al. Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. He's up next, by the way. Anything you need from Al, you can find him on my websites. All of them, by the way. RushToReason.com. He's at klzradio.com. You can also call Al directly, which is what's the best number for them to do that at, Al?
1: 303-744-1128. We're going to be doing a promotion coming up. And Wednesday on my show at 2 o'clock, I will be having a woman named Jill Emerson who worked at the Federal Reserve. I'm looking
0: forward to that one.
1: Yeah, she's got information to share that uh, i'm pretty excited yeah. about
0: that'll be awesome again you can listen to al by the way here on wednesdays from 2 to 2 30 and appreciate al thanks thanks for coming in appreciate you very much firing off our monday on a good note and we appreciate you very much
1: well you're welcome thank you and god bless you, god, thank god bless you john god bless you
0: al for having me on thanks for all that you do again <laughs> golden eagle financial
2: 303-744-1128 when you go it alone saving for retirement Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows you take on significant risk for making the wrong moves with your hard-earned money. When you work with Al, performance may increase up to 20% more than employer-sponsored plans or with automated services. As an experienced advisor, Al uses over 30 years of retirement planning experience to help you understand what drives a good retirement plan. Al gets to know you personally so he can understand your goals, fears, and needs, and gives you the best guidance possible given your unique situation. Approaching retirement doesn't need to be difficult. You just need the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial to direct you on the smart way to go. So visit klzradio.com money now to schedule a no-strings-free consultation and take control of your retirement plan. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
0: Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart, wants to take care of you and your roof, whatever need you might have. And if you've had any damage from the storms we've had this summer, give Dave a call. He'll look at that for you as well. And if need be, talk to your insurance company along with whatever else needs to be taken care of. In other words, he can do an entire roof replacement as needed. He can also fix, repair, and extend the life of 303-710-6916.
2: Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement you need to know what options will be best for your home.
1: Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs.
2: With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, We believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof.
1: Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head.
5: God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Again, really appreciate Al Smith coming in today. Always enjoy seeing Al. See him every Wednesday, but it's nice to have him on an additional day as well. I talked about this last week, and I want to make sure that we cover this again just because, well, just because. It's a new law that is taking effect today. Today is the first day for this, and that is the new move over law. And the reason why I say new is because the old law, if there were emergency vehicles on the side of the road, you're required to slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit and or move over to the other lane if possible. Now, again, if you couldn't move over the other lane, you've got to slow down 20 miles under the posted speed limit, and that is to really make sure that those fee- people, vehicles, et cetera, that are on the side of the road are safe. Well, the law is expanding. So today, you have to move over or slow slow down for any vehicle that has its hazard lights on. So if you see a vehicle on the side of the road with its hazards on, on the shoulder, you have to do exactly what... Is, a pl- is what's been in the past for emergency vehicles. So if you're traveling down I-70, I-25, 270, whatever it is, and there's a vehicle over on the side with hazards on, you are now required to move over to the other lane if possible, if safe to do so, and or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. So that is a change, and to my knowledge, everything I've read, I'm guessing they'll give you... Maybe a little bit of grace in this, although they're going to crack down on this pretty hard because there's been a lot of crashes that have taken place because of other crashes and or things that have already been happening on the side of the road. So now that is changing. And it's always been kind of common courtesy. If there's somebody on the shoulder with their hazards on, you slow down or move over, do whatever you need to. Well, that now is not just a courtesy. It's a law now. And you could be ticketed and fined for not abiding by that. Now, I will also say that if you're somebody that is on the shoulder and you've got your hazards on and you're there for whatever reason, number one, don't do that unless you absolutely have to. I saw a couple of people yesterday as we were out traveling around doing different things where they had just pulled over to the side of the road. They put their hazards on and you always wonder why you were just in front of me. Driving over the speed limit, now all of a sudden you're on the shoulder of the road with hazards on. I don't think it's a car problem, so what have you pulled over for? And this happened to be up in the mountains where we were traveling to and from. And sometimes you wonder, are they taking pictures? Are they doing whatever? Well, unless you've got a vehicle problem, keep moving. You are now going to be in the way, causing the rest of traffic to slow down, move over, do whatever, and don't be that guy. So, unless you've got an actual emergency with your car, keep driving. Now, I've also said this on drive radio for a number of years now. If you have a flat tire and you've got any ability at all to go to the next exit, and that could mean being on the shoulder of the road, going way, way, way below the speed limit, I mean, at a crawl, literally, to get to the next exit. But if you have the ability to do so, And don't worry about the tire. Most likely, if you've driven any length of time on it at all, it's probably already bad. So, getting to the next exit, in my opinion, is your next goal. Do not, unless you absolutely have to, change that tire on the side of a busy road. Period. Period. I don't care if it's a four-lane freeway, six-lane freeway, two-lane freeway, country road. I don't care what it is. If you don't have to change that tire on the side of the road, get to the next area where there is plenty of room to pull off. Now, one of the things that that somewhat bothers me about this new law, I'm not saying it's a bad law, but here's how this works when people are driving. They're attracted to whatever's flashing. It's why in a lot of cases emergency vehicles are run into because naturally the eyes go there. Where your eyes go, so do your hands, and so does the steering wheel, and so does the car. And yes, that's a very well-known fact, what I just said. It's very very seldom ever talked about, but that's how it works. Wherever you're looking, that's where naturally your hands will take the steering wheel, and it's where you'll drive. It's why emergency vehicles get run into. Sad to say. So I'm not saying don't put your hazards on if you're on the side of the road, but what I'm saying is be very, very, very careful. It's why... I don't like changing tires on the side of the road because of what I just said. You're now a target for people to run into you. So little PSA, that is something that's changing today in Colorado. So those of you maybe even that are driving through our state may be listening to us for the first time. That is a new law in the state of Colorado as of today. It's a new expanded move over law. So if you see somebody with their hazards on, on the side of the road, please, you have to move over by law and or slow down to 20 miles an hour under the speed limit. So that's a new law going into effect here in Colorado today. All right, I've got another thing I want to talk about here when I come back, which I really promote, talking about some Internet scamming that potentially is going on. Before I do that, though, Elon Musk tweeted out or X'd out, I guess that's how we're going to say this now, over the weekend that he will pay the legal costs for users who got into trouble at work over their tweets. How that works and what the details are, I do not know, but that is one thing he tweeted out over the weekend that some of you may or may not know about. And some of you listening may be somebody that's fallen victim to that, and if so, he will pay whatever legal expenses you have. High Five Plumbing is coming up next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing, they are the folks to call. Keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
4: Hi5 Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. Hi5 maintains a well-stocked inventory, readily available for their technicians at all times. So, the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll-be-back-in-three-hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority, so call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today.
0: All right, Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning, anything you need when it comes to your estate plan, give Michael a call. Don't forget to listen to him on Wednesdays from 2.30 to 3 o'clock as well with his own program. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning, 720-394-6887.
5: If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com estate.
3: A working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment. They want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. Get started now. Email john at rush to reason.com.
5: Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air.
0: All right, Joe called in last week and mentioned this new internet scam because it had talked to him. But before we get into that, another listener today messaged me with something that I thought was equally important. So I've got two. I don't know, the last one was kind of a PSA on what's changing in the law. These next two, I guess you could also consider public service announcements or just FYIs. I don't know how else to say it. And a lot of people use social media for a lot of things. That's great. It's how we can stay connected. It's how we share different things among family members and the like. Although I don't think some people are as as careful with it as they should be. Case in point, I had a, picture actually attached to this email today of a listener who is on Facebook and sent an image of one of his, I guess you could say, uh, friends, contacts, whatever you want to say. There's a connection there. And he told me that in this particular situation, this connection has about 3,000 other connections, friends, etc. Now, or sorry, 5,000. Which is the max you can have on Facebook is 5,000. Now, a lot of people will use social media, Facebook included, as a way to spread their business, what they're doing, different things along those lines. And by the way, teach his own. Fine, no issues. I mean, I as a talk show host have close to about 5,000 different contacts and friends. Do I know each and every person individually? No. Do I know a lot of people through other people? Yes. Point being, this particular individual has a lot of people that are quote-unquote following and or connected to them. And here's where I'm going with this. You can't know 5,000 people intricately. It's impossible. You just can't. You cannot know every single person's intention that's in your friends list when you have that many. Frankly, when you start getting over a few hundred, you don't know every single person's intention. You just can't. You cannot know that many people intricately. So, the message that I got today from this particular listener, where this is just, again, this is an FYI, was a child going back to kindergarten. Which, I get, people want to post that their kid's going back to school. Or, in this case, maybe the first time going to school. Which, you guys have all heard me talk about that, and no offense, I don't care. Post whatever you want, but... To me, it's like, okay, your kid's going to school. Big deal. We all went. We're all here today. Is it really a big deal your kid's going to kindergarten? Not really, but whatever. If you want to post it, post it. Now, in this case, though, this is where it starts to become a problem, in my opinion, and I think this listener had the same idea. This particular young man, I can tell you it's a young man because I can read his name on the tag of his backpack. I can also read to you, by just blowing up the picture ever so slightly, his teacher's name that he's now assigned to, because that's on the backpack as well. And he's walking away from mom or dad, I don't know what it is in this case, going towards school, and you can see this bright tag on his backpack telling the entire World, and depending upon how you've got your account set up, by the way, and if you've got 5,000 friends, you're literally telling the world, oh, this is my child, he's on his way to school today, and this is where he's going to be, by the way, and this is his teacher. That has to be the dumbest thing I think anybody could ever do, by the way, or the most irresponsible thing. Let me say it that way. The most irresponsible thing I think you could ever do. You are, in my opinion, setting your own child, grandchild, whatever it is, up for abduction. Sorry, I'm just going to be frank. That's exactly what you're doing. You're now telling the entire world, here's my child. He's not with me anymore. He's at this school with this teacher, and here's his name. I I can't think of anything more irresponsible you could do than that. So, folks, please, for the love of God, think about what you're posting prior to posting it. Especially when it comes to things like this. It didn't take me very long today to do a little bit of an internet search on this particular student and teacher to know exactly where they're at. Luckily, I'm not a predator. I'm not a pedophile. I'm not that guy that cares. But guess what? There are people out there that do. And they do care. And they will do what I did today, and they will find where that child of yours is at. I know you want to tell people your kid's in kindergarten. No offense. Very few people care except you. I would advise you to keep that to yourself. Not post that your child's going off to kindergarten. If you want to send some pictures to grandma, grandpa via text message or whatever, and let them know that, you know, little Timmy's off to... uh, To kindergarten, be my guest. I would not, I repeat, I would not post that on Facebook. For all of the reasons I just stated. In my opinion, you are opening yourself up for grief down the road you probably don't want. I I can already tell you you don't want. Now, is everything that gets posted like this going to end up in a bad scenario? No. But isn't one enough? There's a movie that's still making money in the theaters called Sound of Freedom. And if you don't think those predators that are in that movie don't do the things I just mentioned, you're crazy. They do. So once again, I've got to put a PSA out for this time of the year when it comes to what pictures you should post of your kids and what you should not post. And I would not post a picture of my kid with his tag on, giving his name and the teacher, and really takes not much time at all to figure out where they're in school now. We have got to be smarter than that. Now, I don't know this particular individual, whether they're a listener or not a listener. I know the listener that sent this to me is a friend of this particular person, and I would hope that there could be some messages privately going back and forth saying, I don't think I would post that. We Again, folks, we've got to be smarter on this. And those of you that are listening to me that are, we have to be smarter in telling the others around us that that's not very smart of what you're posting. I've done that, by the way. I've been that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. And I know some people don't like me at the end of the day for being that guy, but I'm more worried about that child and his or her safety than I am what mom or dad think. I'm going to be f- straight up honest. I don't care what mom and dad think. They can think I'm the biggest jerk in the world, but if I can save someone from a life of grief because something happens to them when they're young, I will do so all day long. And I don't care if mom or dad get mad. So in this particular situation, bad choice of what to post. It seems innocent. You can't see this child's face, but I don't need to. I've got his name tag on his backpack. Why do I need to see his face? And if you, if you guys out there listening don't think that these predators are sharp, they will walk into school and act like everything under the sun, like, like they've known this child since he was born. They'll even pose as family members. And, again, we all know that kids are very curious. And they will, in some cases, especially at that age, they'll pretty much trust anybody. I know we teach them not to be trusting, but let's face it, they will be. All the more reason why these are the types of things that should not be put on social media, in my opinion, period. And I will, I will go as far as to say this. I think Facebook has a responsibility in not allowing these things to be posted. Yes, I just said that. I believe Facebook has a duty to not allow these things to be posted. They will not let a lot of other things get posted, like you can't talk about the vaccine, Or you can't talk about this treatment or you can't talk about ivermectin, but you can post your kid going to kindergarten with his name tag on and who his teacher is. Tell me what's more harmful at the end of the day. Tells you how messed up social media is, by the way, folks. They're more worried about me talking about ivermectin and the fact that it will cure COVID than they are little Johnny wearing his backpack with his name on the back of it and where he's going to school and his teacher. See how screwed up that is? But yet we're so trusting of social media, and the answer I get back is, oh, well, only my friends and family see that. Um, Yeah, think again. Depending upon your settings and how you have that done and or who your friends are, and like I just said a moment ago, once you get past about a couple hundred friends, do you really know each person personally? No way. I challenge any of you listening, no way do you know them all. It's impossible. Well, they're all people I go to church with. Yeah, like they're all safe. <laughs> Sorry, like they're all safe. Well, these are just people that are you know in my club or they're in my close circle. Well, not if there's 500 of them, they're not. No, they're not in your close circle. Sorry, you don't have a circle that big. I don't care how popular, how popular you think you are. No way. And in this case, where there's 5,000 of them, I can tell you there's about, oh, 4,900 of them that aren't close. And you have no idea who those 4,900 are. So, point being, as we head into school, I think I say this, I've been saying this every single year. Number one, no one cares but you, and maybe your closest of friends, which in that case, text them these pictures. Number two... This is a very easy way for people to know about you, your family, your kids, and become a target. Furthermore, one last thing to throw in here. When it comes to social media and the fact that most people with just a little bit of investigative work could figure out you, your spouse, your income level, The car you drive, where you live, where you work, the business you own. In other words, depending upon where you're at as a status of life, do you not even become a larger target? Yes, you do. All the more reason why, in this particular case especially, where there's 5,000 followers and or acquaintances of this particular individual that posted this, really, really, really irresponsible. So... I know I'm spending more time on this than I probably need, but this is a message that I feel like all of us and all of you listening need to get out to other individuals because people don't think when they post. They just throw it up there. Oh, little Johnny's off to school today. Let me post that. His first day of kindergarten. Wow, isn't this great? No, you're now an idiot. You just put something up that you shouldn't have. And everybody now knows where your kid goes to school and who his teacher is. And that was really dumb. So, no, it's not glorious at all. It's dumb. And you're not thinking before you hit the let's post or upload or whatever you do when you upload something on there. I don't even know what it is. Shows you how much I use it. Put it to your feed or whatever it is. I don't know. Bottom line, stop doing that. It also can feed into a lot of the scams that are out there as well, which I'll talk about that one. I know I spend more time on it than I wanted to. I want to leave enough time for this next one as well. So hang tight. I want to talk about another Facebook scam that's going on as well. So hang tight. We'll come right back along those lines as well. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, and air is next. They want to take care of you. And don't forget the Quiet Cool System, which when we've got low 50s for lows like we did last night, perfect time for the Quiet Cool System. Find out how that would work for you in your home, klzradio.com.
4: Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool, whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out. Giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com/absolute and fill out the short form.
6: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and
0: Air. KNR okay, Home Transitions. Don't forget to ask about the reup program, which could net you, by the way, a lot more money in your pocket when you go to sell your home. Find them today at klzradio.com.
6: You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUP to do it all for you. ReUP will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it, sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210.
0: Premier Home Remodels, folks, where they will help you through the whole transition, I should say, and that's from the conceptual end of it all the way through the finished product. They'll do it all for you and work with you all the way through that process. Find them at klzradio.com.
5: Premier Home Remodels will help you add more space to your home. There is a growing trend in building additional dwelling units right now. Whether the additional unit is a mother-in-law suite, an outdoor patio, an additional room, or simply just extra space. Premier will guide you expertly through the entire process. Your home will increase in value and there will always be a market for homes with new additional rooms. And when adding an additional dwelling unit, you will always have an open and direct line of communication with the Premier Project Manager. Premier Home Remodels works with an experienced, licensed and insured network of professionals with over 20 years in their trade. So you know your expansion project will be in good hands as promised. For your home edition, contact Premier Home Remodels by visiting klzradio.com/slash
6: remodel.
0: And, yes, that last ad, Dr. Scott, he would love to take care of you as his patient and really give you the care that, frankly, you probably haven't received anywhere else because he's not beholden to big pharma or the big insurance companies as well. We had him on last Thursday for the entire hour and really getting to know Scott more and more and just love the way he does things, his approach. He very much thinks exactly like we do and what we've been doing on Thursdays with Dr. Kelly and Steve House for about three years now. So anything you need, Dr. Scott is your guy. All right. My next PSA comes from Joe, Jersey Joe, because this actually happened to him. Some of you may decide to sell some things or buy some things on Facebook Marketplace, which, by the way, has taken the place of Craigslist. There's very, very few people using Craigslist. And if you are, stop. Most of it's just full of scammers now. There's hardly anybody using Craigslist anymore at all. So if you are, um, most of you probably should would be would be better off going over to Facebook Marketplace, and any of these have a risk of you being scammed. So we'll talk about some of that. But the newest scam is all of a sudden you're on Facebook Marketplace, and you decide to either buy or sell something. You will then, in some cases, get a message back saying, we want to make sure you're real. So we're going to send you a message, a code, prior to anything else happening to make sure that you, in fact, are real. And you're thinking, okay, yeah, this is legit. They're just making sure I'm real. They're going to send me a code, and I'll verify that. Well, what they're really doing is they're trying to hack your account. They have figured out what your email is or what email address you're using, and there's two-step verification, and that code they're sending you is the code that Facebook is sending out to make sure it, in fact, is really you. They're going to now steal that code and log into your account. Now, some of you would say, well, what damage can happen if they're in my account? Well, a lot. Depends on what you've given Facebook. For some business users where there's even payment information for ads and things like that, they can get in and do quite a bit, actually, more than you would think. The other thing they can do, back to my conversation earlier, and why I wanted to start with that and head into this, is they can post to be you on social media. Therefore, getting other things out of other individuals, because if you're somebody that's built a lot of trust up on Facebook over the years and now they're posing as you, think of what they can do there. And how do I know these things happen? Because I get requests to be a friend of somebody almost daily, most of which are not really the person that they're claiming to be. And a quick tip on that one, by the way. First of all, if it's some bathing beauty... Asking some old guy like me to be their friend, that's usually a pretty big red flag. First of all, that's not going to happen. Second of all, why would someone like that want to be my friend other than to try to scam me out of something? Third of all, they're typically posing as someone else. One of the ways to tell if somebody's posing as somebody else that may be your friend is, first things first, are they already your friend? If they've copied one of your friends and they're asking now to be your friend, that means they've scammed that other person or they've used their identity on Facebook to create another like identity, and now they're trying to be your friend and then scam you out of whatever. All sorts of things. Usually it's money at the end. So be very careful of the friends that you accept. Second of all, how do you tell if a friend's legit or not? Well, do a little bit of research. Go onto their existing account. Does it look like it's new or has there been posts there for the last several years? If you only go back and see posts that, by the way, are all within a day of each other and there's a bunch of them and they're all, you know, they're staggered 20, 30 posts, but they're only a day apart, uh, that's usually a red flag. They've usually copied and now reposted those same photos and posts from the other site that is legit that you may already be friends with, by the way. No, I know, sometimes when we get a lot of friends, goes back to my comment earlier about the person that has 5,000 friends. They don't. They have 5,000 acquaintances or friends of friends that they're now friends with. And when you get that many, you have no idea of hardly even knowing who you're friends with and who you're not, so sometimes you'll have duplicates. So you have to be very aware of what's going on prior to accepting a friend request. So in this case... They're literally trying to steal your identity, steal your identity. And that's what they will do. So don't do that. If you get a code of any kind, it means somebody's trying to hack your account. You don't give that code back out. And the only messages you get, text messages you get for codes are typically somebody trying to access something through two-step verification. And you normally will know what those are. If you don't, ignore it. If you haven't tried to log into something and you're getting a verification, I shouldn't say ignore it. Look and see who it's coming from and then try to investigate what's happening, but do not give that code out. I don't care who it's from. And they will do all sorts of things to make it look legit, sometimes even calling you on the phone, because in some cases you may have given your number out to a particular individual. And if that's the case... It's a no. Again, be extremely careful when it comes to what you're doing on social media, buying, selling, and so on. Another rule of thumb when it comes to Facebook and buying and selling things, only do it at the police station. Some cities now have areas where you can actually go and make exchanges. It's very safe, well-lit, typically other people around. You do not want to be doing an exchange at your house. You don't, you don't want to even be showing something at your house. Unless you're very, very familiar with everything going on, that's a different situation. And if that's you, fine, do whatever you need to. But I would tell the majority of people out there, do not do transactions at your house. Find a well-lit area, someplace even with cameras, a Walmart, something like that, where there's lots of cameras, people, and so on around. And if you're selling something, buying something, that's where you would typically want to do that. The police station parking lots are the best. And again, some cities have taken steps to even put exchange places in either the police station or someplace nearby, city hall, whatever, to where there's lots of people around watching what's happening. And that's where you would want to go make an exchange. But the police station parking lot's really the best because typically you'll have no riffraff there. They're just not going to meet you. By the way, it's another way to determine is somebody real or not. Are they going to meet you in the police station or not? If they're not, it probably isn't a legitimate buyer in that particular case, or seller for that matter. Lots and lots of counterfeit things, counterfeit ads I would even call them on Facebook. I've told you guys in the past I flag as many of those as I find because I'm kind of a car guy. I'm always looking around at different cars and different things. And there will be scammers out there that will put a car up for sale that is way, 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 way less than its value. They do that because they know they can start that whole scamming process. And here's typically how this will go. Is that vehicle available, and can you send me additional pictures? Oh, I'm selling it for my sister. You'll have to email her at this address to get more info. I'm selling this for my uncle. You'll have to email him at this address to get more info. Right away, you know that's a scam. Right off the bat, that's a scam. Because, no, if they were really legitimately selling it, they'd have all the information they need to be right at their hand, and they wouldn't have to have you email their cousin or uncle or aunt or whoever. You know, my sister's boyfriend's cousin. No, you're not doing that. Do not email them. Do not reach out. Do not say a thing. It's a scam. It may sound like a really great, legit deal. Trust me, it's not. It is nothing more than them to extract as much information from you as they can so they can go scam you, steal your identity, steal your money, steal whatever they can from you. Okay, so we're not doing that. If they can't do everything through the app itself, the answer is no. We're not going there. So, again, do not exit out of the Facebook end of things when you're making these transactions, because all of that can be recorded and seen by Facebook if needed. So we're not doing that. We're not exiting out of the program, out of the app, to go, do, you know, to go do business, buy and sell. So another rule of thumb is do not exit it. Do not give out any kind of numbers, messages, et cetera. You're not doing that. You're not playing that game. If they want to do it legit, you meet at the police station and handle things that way. I'm trying to keep all of you safe. So be very, very careful when you interact on social media of any kind period. And by the way, I've gotten lots of messages earlier on the picture of the child going to kindergarten agreeing with everything I said. So be very, very, very careful of what you're putting up when it comes to your kids and where they're going to school and what they're doing. American National Insurance is next. Be sure that you're insured properly. Paul Leuenberger, my good friend, can take care of you to make sure that you are and he'll teach you ways to save money as well. 303-662-0789.
3: Paul Leuenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way. Saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program. 303-662-0789
2: the best export we have is common sense you're listening to rush to reason all right
0: that is it for this first hour if you missed any of it you can hear it again between 6 and 7 p.m tonight for some of what i did there on the psa side of it you can also send that to them in a link off of the website a little bit later this evening just go to the website RushToReason.com. Click on the show notes section. You'll see today's show there and you can actually download and or forward the link to that if you'd like someone else to hear what I said today regarding some of those things that really, in my opinion, everybody should know and be listening to as well. We'll be back. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.